0: Radio Studio, at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show.
2: Today, the FBI successfully seized criminal proceeds from a Bitcoin wallet that Darkside ransomware actors used to collect a cyber ransom payment from a victim. Since last year, we've been pursuing an investigation into Darkside a Russia-based cybercrime group. The Darkside ransomware variant is one of more than 100 ransomware variants that the FBI is currently investigating.
3: So yesterday the FBI got back a whole bunch of the ransom that was paid to get that pipeline open back up again. And the good news on that is got to believe that that's going to deflate the excitement of a lot of your crooks out there.
4: If it's repeatable, I'm sure the bad guys are trying hard to figure out exactly how the FBI got into a Bitcoin wallet. I assume they searched the guy's underwear drawer and found it under his sock. Uh, but uh, there are some, uh, some highly
5: technical, uh, top-secret sleuthery going on. Yeah. But now those hackers have to at least calculate for okay, what does the FBI know of our operations and ha- right so that is just another level of thing they need to account for on their end.
3: Yeah, and this is the only way to attack it. I, I you keep hearing the news stories about uh, companies needing to up their game uh, about defending themselves and, y- and you, you should, but that's not the way to do it. that That'll never work. Having, you don't think no and it just we there's just they're just way too many there's too many companies in the country there's thousands and thousands and thousands of targets the inability for the bad guys to pull it off I think uh, you know at their end is the is the way to attack it businesses and small companies being
5: a part of the solution I think is absolutely true but sure. to put the entire burden on them seems really unfair and uh, unlikely to be workable.
4: Well, and I'm thinking it through. We receive emails semi-regularly saying, hey, here's your uh, training, uh, your sexual harassment training uh, module that you have to complete by Tuesday. Click on the link. And that's legitimate company stuff. Yeah. So the idea that you should never click on a link, I mean, that's just that's not operative.
3: Well, so um, like if there are a string of car burglaries in your, your, they're breaking in your car all the time in your neighborhood. Well, yeah, you know, uh, don't put stuff in the front seat. Blah, 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 whatever you can do to help on that end. But I want the cops to figure out, you know, who's breaking into all these cars and arrest them. Not just, well, what are you going to do? People break into cars. Let's keep coming up with new and fancier ways to stop people from breaking into our cars.
4: Yeah, yeah, hear, here. Oh, that reminds me, I wish I had the story in front of me, but I absolutely loved it. I might be able to find it, but uh, there was a terrible, terrible story of road rage shooting that killed a little child. In Orange County. And uh, as the DA was pursuing these people with the help of the police and they were trying to find them, he put out a statement saying, Hey, I'm not one of those woke DAs that's given up prosecuting crime. We're coming for you. We're coming for you hard. I suggest very strongly you turn yourself in or I can't guarantee what's going to happen. Loved it. Great stuff. I wish that I'll, I'll grab the guy's name. It was perfect, and he was making reference, obviously, to the the communist pro crime DAs of Los Angeles and San Francisco. And funny, during their tenure, uh, crime is skyrocketed. Amazing how that happened.
3: Back to the uh, this breakthrough in the whole ransomware thing. We have another clip. Who is this? Is this the same 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 guy? FBI yeah, broad FBI shoulders, dude? strong chin. I forget his name though.
2: <laughs> Dark side developers market their ransomware to criminal affiliates, who then conduct attacks and share a percentage of the proceeds with the developers, a scheme known as ransomware as a service. In this case, the FBI has identified more than 90 victims across multiple U.S. critical infrastructure sectors. Those include manufacturing, legal, insurance, healthcare, and energy.
3: So they got half the money back, roughly, from uh, the bad guys? Yeah, that's what
4: I understand. I think they found somebody associated with the crime who's actually physically in the United States and got to them somehow. Probably said, look, you give us this key or you're going to spend 25 years in jail.
3: They put them on the rack.
4: <laughs> I don't think we do that. I don't uh, think we want to be the people that
5: do
3: that. Drawn, comma, quartered.
5: <laughs> so they're not much used to you after that. Russia seems to be the industry leader around the world of. Offering safe haven to yeah. black hat hackers. There sure are two explicit rules of you don't hack stuff from our country. And uh, people have actually reverse engineered a lot of this code from places like Darkside, where they, these programs go out of their way to see what the native language of your computer is operating in. Mm. And if it is Russian, they do not go after you. And the other wow. rule that he has is when we call, you answer the phone. And we may have a job for you that you need to do.
3: Interesting. Interesting.
5: And, and in exchange for that, we do not charge you, and we will not. Uh, what's the extradite you? When when other countries look for you, we will not ship you out. That's well,
4: the I remember the Axios piece that said essentially your hostile foreign governments, like Putin's, they're the venture capitalists. They finance these operations. Your black hat guys, you, they do their own hacking, but then they sell franchises in effect by selling the software. And get a cut of the sales of
5: the the, the burgers of Deceit, if you will. And uh, it's just... It's so... I would shop. I would go to Deceit Burgers if it was around my... Uh, from a walking distance. I'd be no, no, no. there every day.
4: You don't want to, because you'll, you'll buy the uh, the double patty. They'll just give you one. And tell you, that we don't know what you're talking
5: about.
3: <laughs> hey, I,
4: I ordered a large fry. No, you didn't.
3: There's no cheese on my cheeseburger. Hey, you're at Deceit Burgers. Read the sign. Yeah, there's cheese. there's plenty
4: of cheese. No, look, there's no cheese. I see cheese.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I was reminded that this is uh, not a new thing. Back in the day, like the, the English would pay Blackbeard, or name your pirate to hass- really
4: stargil <laughs>
3: to hassle the the, the Spanish. Or the, the Spanish should be paying, you know, various pirates to hassle the Brits. It's it's a, a similar sort of thing, what Russia Russia's doing with paying hackers to go after our companies. Wow, you're right. Well, yeah, that's an interesting point. And that's when the, and this is in the Constitution. Remember, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago, the letters of Mark? Something like that. It's in the Constitution, M-A-R-Q-U-E.
4: Oh, right, 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 right.
3: Yeah. In which you can, our government can... Assign somebody to go get the hackers, right? And get them, get yeah. them good, get them. Oh yeah, get them, get them. Oh, you're talking like
5: Liam Neeson movie style. Yeah,
3: well, you know, yeah. Osama bin Laden, put one in their eye. Yeah, men with a particular
5: set of skills. Yes,
3: exactly. That's <laughs> well said. Skill. Yes, <laughs> yes. So I don't know why we haven't done that yet, or maybe we are. For all I know. Yeah, maybe I ought to get into that business, the letters of mark business. I'm not
0: sure.
4: Of Mark,
3: I'm not sure you're the right guy. Oh, no, That's I'd this be the guy. point in your guy. life.
4: No, 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 no. I, I wouldn't actually do the dirty deeds. I would just, I'd be the broker. Okay. We need you to go put one in somebody's eye. Here's your picture. <laughs> no, 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 I see that in the movies.
3: Well, we got a stupid celebrity apology for doing something that shouldn't be a problem at all, but uh, the forces of the woke world forced this celebrity to apologize for something they got involved in. It's another example of stupid. It's a, We're stupid people doing stupid things. And terrorized, too, apparently. Yeah. So all that on the way.
0: Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show.
3: I wouldn't have known who Ellie Kemper was if she walked in here and bit me in the ankle, but she was uh, the star of The Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, which I know won a ton of uh, awards and is considered a fantastic comedy, and I should watch it someday. She was also in the office. Anyway, she participated in a beauty pageant as a child and she was 19, and she won it, all right? Well, somebody, I, I don't even know how this came together. But somebody looked into the the past history of this particular beauty pageant that she won. Um, she, back in 1999, when she was 19 years old, she won the beauty pageant. You know, there's a local beauty pageant. She enters a beauty pageant. She wins the beauty pageant. Right. Way back in the day, though, it was racist. And well, I think so, the organization that sponsored it was arguably 100 yeah, years ago. Yeah, the organization sponsoring the beauty pageant was racist. And this became... A thing like last week or the week before, it's been going on for a couple of weeks now. And then there was like pressure in various columns and stuff like that for her to come out and denounce the beauty pageant and give up her crown or something like that. And her 22 year old minor local crown? How do you even do that? What's the paperwork look
4: like to would... give up my crown? <laughs>
3: And it, and it would seem like she was kind of ignoring it, but apparently the you know the the pressure built to where she had to come out now and uh, and and make a statement. The century-old organization that hosted the debutante ball had a racist, sexist, and elitist past. I was not aware of the history at the time. No, you weren't, and neither was anybody else until a week ago. Uh, but ignorance is no excuse. Actually, it's a very, very good excuse. The fact that you showed up to a beauty pageant that's been going on in your town for 150 years and didn't do research into what their attitudes were 100 years ago is perfectly legitimate. They're, you shouldn't be ashamed of yourself. Well,
4: I'd say by that argument, everybody involved in the Democratic Party needs to quit it immediately and apologize for being part of it. The the history of the Democratic Party is is
3: racism, eugenics. It's horrific. Or all the big companies in Hollywood. Well, practically anything you can think of has got uh, a bad past if you go back far enough. She went on to say, I unequivocally deplore, denounce, and reject white supremacy. You see, nobody thought you were a white supremacist because as a child you entered the local beauty pageant that had been going on forever. But she felt the need to do this sort of, you know oh, my God, I'm so, I feel so bad sort of apology, which only makes things worse.
4: Oh, my God. Yeah, way to bow down to the psychopathic bullies. Unbelievable. Crazy. So weird. And in a related story, I thought this was a great piece by Andrew Sullivan in Substack. He's talking about uh, George Orwell, and Orwell wrote a lot about language and politics. He wrote a brilliant book on that topic. And one of his points was that when people depart from simple, declarative language in politics, it's for a reason that the more complex and wacky it gets, that's intentional to try to mislead you. and And Sullivan... He quotes a statement put out by a group called the Institute for Anti-Racism in Medicine. And uh, it is, it says, The podcast and, oh, somebody's in trouble for saying something they weren't supposed to say. The podcast and associated promotional messages are extremely problematic for minoritized members of our medical community. Racism was created with intention and must therefore be undone with intention. Structural racism, has deeply permeated the field of, medicism, the, of medicine, must be actively dissolved through proper anti-racist education and purposeful, equitable policy creation. The delivery of messages suggesting that racism is non-existent and therefore non-problematic within the medical field is harmful to both our underrepresented, minoritized physicians and the marginalized communities served in this country. All right. Now, obviously, that was just a, like a, a, a jumble taken from a college classroom um but he says i don't want to single out this group they're merely representative of countless others but i do want to say that this paragraph is effectively dead drained of almost any meaning um uh, it is prose in orwell's words that consists less and less of words chosen for the sake of their meaning and more and more of phrases tacked together like the sections of a prefabricated hen house but that's that's amusing but but why Notice the unnecessary uh long words a tweet becomes an associated promotional message notice the deadness of the neologisms M- minoritized marginalized non-problematic and uh, Orwell points out that anytime you you make up words like that it's to confuse people and deaden them and to convince them that wow, I can't object to this because I don't even know exactly what they're saying. Right. And it, it's my fault for not understanding. It's a way to paralyze people into inaction. And you see that going on all over the place these days. Um, and then, like, he, he hits a couple of the phrases. Racism was created with intention. Then he, then he does it, it analyzes the, the like, he, he charts the sentence like it's an English class. But... Then he goes into, wait, who created it? What was the intention, exactly? Hasn't racist tribalism been a feature of human society for tens of thousands of years? They never say. Or this phrase, purposeful, equitable policy creation. Again, What are they talking about? It's as vague as doing the work and as deliberate as the use of a highly contested term like structural racism to define objective reality. These are phrases not designed to say anything real. They're phrases designed to send a message of orthodoxy. And as Orwell noted, orthodoxy of whatever color seems to demand a lifeless, imitative style. Straight out of communist uh, China, for instance. Just don't question it. Don't question it. That's some good stuff. We'll post that at armstrongandgetty.com under hot links if you are, like, super into language and politics because it's a tad thick.
3: What is a WWDC? What's that stand for when it comes to Apple?
5: Uh, oh. Worldwide Developer Conference.
3: Okay. Uh, the 15 biggest announcements from their big conference. I could go through those and pick out the ones that might mean something to you, Things, changes that are coming to your... I haven't updated my phone with the latest system yet, and I'm worried about what it's going to make worse. Because every time they up do an update, it makes some things, to my mind, worse. Uh, but Yeah, I noticed it overnight
4: choice. that it tried to update, but it says yeah. my phone was not uh, plugged in, which means that was the post-getting-up-to-urinate portion of the evening, apparently.
3: My phone's battery is still so good that I can go to bed with it unplugged, knowing it will still be charged when I wake up in the morning. That's That's a good time to have your iPhone. It's good to be you. Yeah as opposed to my old iPhone, which was a corded phone. I couldn't even make it from here to my car without it dying.
4: Let's see. Let me see if I can close my uh, my Safari window so I can update my phone. There's a uh, Wikipedia page about a musician. There is uh, men's uh, underpants, because I'm thinking of upgrading. You're and thinking
3: they're... of upgrading your underpants.
4: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. How long of a Up- thought process does this entail? <laughs> Updating and upgrading. Well, it's less thinking, Sean, than research. What's Researching th- different brands. What's the upgrade? Just just a better brand. Invest a couple more bucks.
3: You no, know what? What are you currently? What is your current like? Mm, tape together newspapers. <laughs> no, are you like a thirty fruit, grit sandpaper? Are you like fruit <laughs> of the loom? And you feel like there's something better than that? Or I have uh, some
4: Champion uh underpants and uh, also some hanes i believe um and and they're good but i just want to see what's out there i occasionally you know i watch enough sports that the, you'll see the ads for your 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 higher grade undergarments and it, and the fellas in those ads seem very comfortable he's looking for something that's not even
5: clear how you put it on at first <laughs> <laughs>
4: no, no that is no
3: Sean.
5: no just
3: it comes with instructions, and there's all kinds of snaps and Wait, things, play, right? <laughs> Let me
4: try series of straps and <laughs> cables. Pulleys. <laughs> no, no, just better waistband, a more gentle uh, just pocketing for my junk, you know, just uh, without getting into it too far. Whoops, too late. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, my
4: God. Is it a little more support in the critical area. Sure,
1: I understand. Armstrong and Getty.
0: The Armstrong and Getty Show.
6: New Gallup survey finds 71% of Democrats think healthy people should stay home as much as possible, even if they are healthy and have no COVID symptoms.
3: Yeah, I don't, I don't get that. 70% of Democrats say healthy people should stay home, even at this point. That's
4: bizarre.
3: And so we live in one of the most shut down states still in the country that is also one of two states considered to have low levels of community coronavirus transmission, according to the CDC. California has one of the lowest coronavirus transmissions rates in the entire united states right now but is still one of the most shut down now i was at a park yesterday the number of parents and kids still wearing masks outside
4: it's absolutely amazing yeah we are talking about the new loosened workplace rules for california starting june 15 everyone in an indoor workplace must wear a mask if there is even one person working there who's unvaccinated this so is, everybody else has to adapt to them. I you know, We mentioned this earlier in the show, and a friend of mine who escaped California and headed to Tennessee, he, he texts me, he says, dude, if you announced that here, there would be a riot. And the riot wouldn't end until the rule was rescinded. Or only, everybody would just laugh. The,
3: the only reason to talk about this is just to make us all aware of how politics can influence all kinds of things that you would have never guessed. So this is new information. The CDC categorizes low transmission as when a state's seven-day case rate is under 10 per 100,000 residents, and its rate of positive test results is less than 5%. Okay, that's the standard. Among all 50 states, only California and Vermont meet those benchmarks. Only California and Vermont are that low, yet California has what Joe just mentioned, like the strictest, you've still got to wear a mask rules for the workplace of anywhere in the United States. People are still, in the my lefty city, people are still wearing masks Everywhere they go outside, even alone, riding a bike, hanging out with your husband or wife, even though you're all vaccinated. It's even weird. though the CDC or was it
4: the NIH announced that there has not been a single documented case of outdoor transmission on Earth. I swear, I would love to. I got to do a documentary asking all those people, why are you wearing a mask?
3: I would love to. I would love to hear it because. If you have bad information, well, then you just are making a decision based on the information you have. Okay, um, I might suggest other news sources you go to to get your information, so you don't have such bad information. But if it's something else, what? I don't know what it is. Well, as
4: a guy who digs into all sorts of news uh, all day long, the the big uh, lefty activist media, the New York Times, the Washington Post, others—they're they're all over the uh, the. Danger is substantially past and or you're not in danger outdoors. They've had plenty of stuff on that. So these people must be like CNN, which is working as hard as they can. It's so cute. They're trying so hard. They're trying to keep COVID terror alive because that's all they have.
3: Or it's got nothing to do with that. It's just the I don't want to look like I'm a Trump fan by taking my mask off. How long are you going to stick with that? I don't know. Like 20,
4: 30 years? I don't know. As long
5: as it takes, Joe.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Right, It's fine. Go ahead, wackadoodle.
3: Uh, Different topic. Apple had their big conference yesterday with a bunch of announcements. I just hit the ones that matter to me. There might be others that matter to you, but the ones that I thought were interesting. Apple is uh, building video and music sharing into FaceTime. So when you're FaceTiming with somebody, and this would be really cool, like if you got a long distance relationship or going or whatever, you can watch a show together or listen to music together through your FaceTime. That's pretty oh, that's cool. nice.
6: I love that. Yeah. That's
3: really great. Um, I can see doing that with my kids actually, if I was ever on a business trip or something. Um, Apple is going to use AI to read the text in your photos. Love this. I do this all the time where I screen capture like a phone number or an address. Oh yeah, but you can't like copy and paste it because it's a photo. Well, now you're going to be able to grab the phone number or the name oh, of the business off mm-hmm. of a s- picture, a screen capture, and nice. use that. Pretty cool nice. idea. You thought these were going to be dumb, didn't you? That's
5: a cool idea. What? What, that what, what, who are you looking at? What are you ta- what? That one more than most probably has George Orwell saying oh, about that. One moment, please. Just uh, the, yeah. the AI constantly scanning photo, right? Like uh, picking up every word uh, off every photo. Yeah.
4: They uh, won't do anything nasty with that. No, actually, Apple I would trust not to more than anybody, unless I was a Chinese citizen.
3: Uh, you'll be able to use your iPhone as an ID at the airport. You can actually store your ID in digital phone form. So now you got your ticket and your ID in your phone. So
5: specifically, you know, the, the Apple wallet? You, they are, uh-huh. you are now going to be able to upload your actual driver's license in there and uh, be able to use that as proof of ID.
3: So Will the authorities
4: actually accept that? I would think that would be too depends easily. depends on the state. Some states
5: manipulated.
3: Would, a lot yeah. of states are saying okay, I'm guessing the state I live in won't allow it. Although it is the state of Apple, so who knows. By authorities I'm assuming you mean the bouncers of the nightclubs I'm trying to get into. <laughs> exactly. And one more that's kind of <laughs> one more that's kind of dumb but kind of obvious and you wonder how it ended up this way in the first place. Apple's redesigning Safari with a new tab design so that your tab closure and all that sort of stuff is at the bottom that you can reach real easy with your thumb instead of stretching way up there with your thumb to the <laughs> top left corner to try to click out of a you know a tab it's now at the bottom
4: that's after a, f- a rash of thumb injuries brought the attention of regulators well,
3: it's just what? an obvious easy fix for one thumb use on your phone now you can reach reach the tab you know, you left out uh, one of the
4: the uh, tech gurus' favorite aspects of this, and I only know this because I went to my software update page on my phone. App tracking transparency lets you control which apps are allowed to track your activity across other companies' apps and websites. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be an opt-in. If you want to let Mark Zuckerberg follow you into the shower, watch you sitting on the toilet, watch you shopping, writing letters to your beloved granny, whatever, if you want him to see that, well, then you can let him.
5: Yeah, that, but if you don't, no. That update is is largely live now. I get hit with uh, new apps that I put on my phone. The first time I open it, it's like, hey, this is what it's trying to track. Do you want to let it do that? And I just uh, summarily press no on practically all of those things. But. It's neat seeing which ones I never even considered would be tracking me all of us? Hey, uh, should this have access to your photos? <laughs> no.
3: Still waiting for the update where the iPad becomes a griddle so that you can just turn it sideways, pour out some delicious waffle mix. Oh, yeah. And have yourself a fresh <laughs> waffle. Eventually that will happen. Did you see the video that I tweeted out of a guy trying to get rid of a uh, murder hornet nest? No. Ho, oh. ho, 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 ho. Oh my god. Did you see it, Sean? Yeah, I I did,
5: and my nightmares would like to have a word with you. <laughs>
3: oh, holy cow. Wow. They're no joke. The murder hornet, they're not you know, they turn out to not be as dangerous as their name, but those are some big dang uh the bees. And uh and that guy trying to get rid of that nest. That is that is troubling. Oh, I'm looking at the preview right now. <laughs> Talk about nightmares. <laughs> Good lord. <laughs> oh, that is not for an amateur. Wow. Wow. That's great. Cr- all right, I got to stop looking.
4: That's terrible. We do, have we posted that at armstrongandgetty.com? We should. Can we do that, Hanson? It's in our Twitter feed.
3: But- or is Han- Are you too? Are you still too busy polishing your uh, little league trophy? His kid, uh, uh, his team, the team he coaches, won the championship in their town. So, oh, Spends fantastic! Spends all his time polishing awesome. the trophy.
5: One he team showed up for work.
3: That's huh? impressive. One team cheated. What? One team Were cheated. in the balls. Uh, it was a pitching thing, but one team cheated. How about that? Did that yeah. make the newspaper? It should have.
4: Uh, what newspaper? That's true. No local newspapers are dead.
3: But shouldn't should shouldn't, shouldn't you, what, yes, Hanson? Uh, just it's an ongoing dispute. But uh,
4: ah, I see the investigation well, continues. Let, let's
3: hope that nobody actually cheated for freaking nine-year-olds playing baseball. We got that the adults. Astros? Dealing signs? What's, it, just, you know, you, you can, because if in, in in little kid baseball, if you got a dominant pitcher, you'd love to pitch him every friggin' game. <laughs> but right, until his you. arm
5: falls off. Oh, went over an inning threshold.
3: Yeah, well, yeah, mm. the combination of uh, danger to the, uh, the, the arm, obviously, and just letting other kids get to pitch, too. Right. Seems like a good idea. Right,
4: yeah. Oh, speaking of baseball, and we we mentioned this earlier, but the major league baseball's got a huge cheating problem. They say it's definitely as it, it, as big as steroids.
3: Really, that's, I find it, it's it's huh? It doesn't look the same because you don't have homers going out of stadiums and records falling. Or but heads growing, heads growing, testicles shrinking.
4: Exactly. Exactly. You're missing that. the the more fun aspects of the stereo. But yeah, it's, it's the opposite. It's pitching cheating. And so what you're getting is spinnier pitches. And I wondered because I've been watching baseball for a long time and guys are starting to throw 90 plus mile per hour pitches that have significant amounts of break to them. And I thought, what's the physics on that? How do you get that much spin to, you know, the friction overcoming uh, the inertia to make the ball curve? And the answer is because they can put more spin on it now because they are applying sticky substances to their hand and the ball. And so Major League Baseball's realized they have a serious problem with that. The batting averages are dropping around the league. There's less offense, less action on the field. So they're doing something about it. So now the umps are going to have to check, uh, each pitcher, couple of times per game, at least check the baseball, check their fingers or whatever hey, to your make ball's sure. That- sticky. Oh boy! Oh, golly! And uh, and and so and there will be disputes. There will be pitchers throw. You know, the ump's going to see. I got to say, see the ball, and the pitcher's going to throw it into the stands and say, "Oh, it's just throwing it to a fan." Sorry, I didn't hear you. I thought you were talking (laughs) to him. There's going to be all sorts of craziness. I'm sure of it.
3: I don't understand how. So there are videos of people like holding the ball. They stick it under their hand and they hold up their hand, and the ball doesn't fall off. Mm -hmm. But if it's that sticky. How did they get it to come out of their hand? You know the release it. yeah, the release point is critical for
4: throwing strikes. They obviously learn to. Yeah. Because they've done it. It you know, it's probably not hard probably not easy rather, but they've figured it out. Hmm. So I, I happen to know the umps are are um of the oh Lord.
5: Uh feeling about this because now they got to go out and confront pitchers all the time one of the first things that they caught on this was with the new cameras they were actually noticing the spin rate of the ball compared to previous seasons was just out of this world more.
3: Interesting. I didn't know that.
5: Yeah, the technology's crazy. That's really big in the world of golf, too. You can you have
4: these little tracker things that don't look like much. They look like a laptop and like a, a placemat that you hit off of. But they can tell you the angle your club approached it, the angle of the club face to the ball, uh, its exit velocity, its spin rate, its trajectory, all sorts of stuff. And they're employing that in baseball, too. So, yeah, huh. they can see how much a curveball spins. And all of a sudden, the human an arm has progressed to the point where they can have X number of rpms more than they've ever had
3: baseball's definitely got a tradition of cheating way more than basketball in the NFL don't they oh yeah because you can get away with it outside it's, it's... of maybe in deflating balls that Tom Brady did and I don't think most people understand how that would be that much of an advantage anyway you can't really think of them in the NBA and the NFL whereas baseball there's always some sort of cheating thing going on always. NBA yep.
5: had the ref scandal, but that wasn't like a team trying to get over on the other team.
3: No, that was just
5: a degenerate gambler yeah. thing.
3: Yeah. But baseball's always been sc- scuffing up the balls as a pitcher or stealing signs or something. And then obviously, steroids.
4: Cork in the bat.
5: Cork in the oh, bat. Oh, I remember that.
4: Pine
3: yeah. tar. Too much pine tar too high. Yeah. Mm, or too low. I don't know what that does for you. <laughs> uh, anyway, we'll finish strong. Text line 415-295-KFTC.
0: The Armstrong and Getty Show
6: What's that shit on your chest? Crisco Bardol Vagisil Any one of them will give you another two to three inches drop on your curveball. Of course, if the umps are watching me close, I just rub a little jalapeno inside my nose, get it running, and if I need to load the ball up a little, just wipe my nose.
5: You put snot
6: on the ball? I haven't got an arm like yours. i got to put anything on it I can find. Someday you will, too.
3: There you go. The great Charlie Sheen from Major League showing that cheating has always been a part of baseball. Who was the older uh,
5: player in that uh, scene? I can't remember. A uh, character actor, seen him in a billion things. Let me see if I can track down what it is. Yeah, name. it's not that important.
3: So a week and a day from now, Joe Biden's meeting with Vladimir Putin. I feel like he's set up to get beat up no matter what happens. How is he going to pull this off and make this a positive? I don't know. It's I think it's a no-win situation.
4: situation no matter who you're talking
3: about. Yeah, I think it's a no-win situation, and I don't know why he's meeting with him
4: the perhaps second most effective dictator in the world, depending on how you look at it, his game is, is polished. He he knows what he's doing. He knows how to play the West. He knows how to play the media. And he knows how to reel in world leaders and then kick them when he needs to.
3: Well, and he, But he's, he's hacking us every single day in all kinds of different ways, inter, interfering in our elections. Unless Joe Biden is going to really lecture him on that and, and really give it to him, and I don't think he is isn't he going to come off as super soft? Well, yeah, he's going to have to claim to have spoken sternly
4: to him. You know, and if Putin can uh, resist the cries of those he's having tortured, I don't think he cares if an American president is saying nasty things. Unless they say, hey, uh, Pooter, here's the deal. New sheriff in town. I'm going to hurt you bad.
3: And I'm not sure Biden's that guy. Yeah. Um. So we had Leo Terrell on uh, not long ago, did we not? Ah, uh, yeah, it was a while back. Reporter, he what was he talking about? Why'd we have him on? Black guy was it from Fox. Oh, the recall—they're talking about the recall with him. Anyway, um, Leo Terrell rips Obama. Last person on Earth who should promote critical race theory. I was su- pretty surprised yesterday. Did you see any of the interview with Barack Obama and Anderson Cooper? I did not. Just it heard about seemed it. Seemed pretty obvious to me that Barack Obama had doesn't know what critical race theory is, like a lot of people. He's never really looked into what it is. Um, and I've been into it for quite a while now. We have been and, uh, reading books about it and studying it and pretty have a pretty good idea of exactly what it is. But remember, in one of the presidential debates, it was pretty clear that the moderator Chris Wallace didn't know what critical race theory was. Joe Biden didn't know what critical race theory was. And Donald Trump didn't know what critical race theory was. Nobody on that stage knew what it was. But Barack Obama it came up yesterday. He said, uh, something about, and the Republicans, you know making an issue out of something like critical race theory i mean we got some big issues in the world we've got the economy we've got covid we've got climate change and they're making a big deal out of something critical race theory and it was clear to me that he does not know what that is
4: wow indoctrinating all our children in schools and universities that is a big topic convincing
3: big white kids that they're racist and black kids hey those white kids over there are racist against you always have been always will be yeah that's not good
2: And now it's Final Thoughts with Armstrong and Getty. Oh, boy.
3: Thank you, Droopy. Here's your host for Final Thoughts, Joe Getty.
4: A cheerless intro, but I will overcome it and get a final thought from everybody on the crew, including Michelangelo pressing the buttons in the control room. Michael, final thought? You know, I know it's illegal, but if there's one skill I
3: wish I had, computer hacking,
5: I wouldn't know where to start right now. But if I could learn that skill, I would like to
2: learn it.
3: I, I don't know where to start
5: either.
4: Uh, you might think twice about announcing criminal intent on the air, but that's your business. Positive, Sean's our producer.
5: Your final thought, Sean? I'm about to zapruder film every pitcher that throws a breaking ball uh, this season. I-, I need to figure out what substance was on it, where did it come from? We got to solve this. Here, here, cheating in baseball. Why I oughta? Jack, a final thought.
3: And yeah, my son wants some new clothes to wear to his fifth grade confirmation. I
1: think they're calling
3: it. It's not a graduation. It's a. Is that the right word? I don't remember. It's some word like that.
4: Too many
3: ceremonies. When did that become a thing? I remember when he got his certificate for getting out of kindergarten. <laughs> I can put this on the same place with it as for getting out of fifth grade. <laughs> oh, whatever.
4: You know, my final thought is going to be that too many ceremonies, too many awards, too many certificates, too many. Look what you've accomplished. You accomplish what's required by the law. You have to go to school. You got through it. Congrats! There's another year to come. I mean, within the family, high five, nice job, proud of you. Look at those grades. That's super. But the idea that there has to be some school-wide ceremony—I don't, I don't know—it it, it affected Little League. Now you got to have season-opening ceremonies with the parade of teams and the season-closing ceremonies with speeches. Stop it.
3: He's doing the last week where you don't do that much learning. Like yesterday, they had a field trip to a water park. Today, he's cleaning out his desk. Oh, my God. And my memories of cleaning out my desk at the end of the year. How good that felt. Oh, and those, like, not learning fake days of school were so much fun. Loved them. And when you're a kid, that nine months seems like it was about three years long. Uh-huh. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. So many people thanks think so
4: little time. Go to ArmstrongandGetty.com. A couple of great podcasts for you. Uh, our conversation about one of the best books about China that's come out in a long time. That's there. Plus, our conversation with a guy who's homeless for
3: decades about real solutions. God bless America. Armstrong and Getty. That is the climax
2: of foolishness. Get over it. I'm just saying.
3: Words. That's the awesome.
2: I think this is so ill-advised. I'm
3: gonna call my lawyer. Gun. And
2: when it's over, it is
3: over. It is over. Well, let me apologize in advance for any mean, ugly, accurate things I'm about to say. You're not making them laugh, but you're bringing us together. So let's go out with a bind.
4: What I say is that the best way to ensure their aggression is to do nothing, and that their
1: appetite grows with the eating. Armstrong and Getty.
6: information.